630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Okay, so I'm at Rogers Place. Oil Kings and Red Deer Rebels are underway. Game one of their series, only a minute 17 into the game. There is no score. In the NHL, Panthers lead the Capitals 3-1. That's with six and a half left in the second period. Rangers and Penguins 3-2 in the second minute. 3-2 for the Rangers in the second minute of the third period. Predators and Avalanche in half an hour. In an hour, the Stars and the Flames. Tomorrow, 6 o'clock face-off show. Game at 8. Oilers at Kings. Watch party here at Rogers Place. Watch party on Sunday. You can uh, five bucks tickets go to the Oilers Community Foundation so that's going to be fun I'll be doing face off show and overtime open line from uh, up here in the booth for those games tomorrow and Mooner you're coming tomorrow okay so Mooner will be probably on the show at some point he's going to be on this show at some point but I'm letting him get in I got to let Mooner work his way into the game here for Oil Kings and Rebels so there you go Uh, Mooner and our cast of thousands tomorrow Blue Jays well, they're still behind. They were down 6-2. They've caught up to 6-5, but the Guardians lead at 6-5. That is in the eighth. Of course, 6-30, Chet is the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks, who start training camp, I believe, next weekend. And they got uh, a very special announcement that they uh, made today as well that pertains to their preseason game. I'm pleased to welcome back to Inside Sports the manager of communications and media relations for the Elks, Evan Dom, checks in. Evan, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Reed. Thanks for having me on tonight. And apologies, you got me. Everybody important is at the Elks Women's Center tonight in support of ovarian cancer research. So you got the D-lister, but I'll do my best. Well, which is significant, though, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I did meet, uh, first time I met Victor Kui in person the other night when I did the show from the uh, the locker room for the, the CFL draft, and we talked about having him on tonight, and I, it slipped both our minds that he wouldn't be available. But tell us a little bit about the the ongoing tradition and significance of the women's dinner. Yeah, so the women's dinner is on tonight. It's in its 15th season, Reed, and we're back together for the uh, first time in person since 2019. So it's a special night for everybody. Uh, several hundred people come down to Commonwealth Stadium. We welcome them to uh, the gymnasium there. We dress it up nicely, and all the money raised goes to ovarian cancer research. And, um, you know, it's it's a wonderful night. It's obviously got a tradition of success, and we've raised over $600,000 since that event started um, to make an impact uh, on ovarian cancer research here in Edmonton. So uh, one of those things that a lot of our fans circle on their calendars and make sure they're at every single a year and it's uh, it's obviously special now that we're we're back in person okay well i hope that's a great night there for sure and i know i i sort of had because i mentioned it on my show a couple of times last week that the elks were going to announce something today that pertains to the preseason game the home preseason game on june 3rd and i i kind of knew there was going to be something for for a really good cause and the headline you guys put out today elk set to stand with ukraine june 3rd evan tell us how this is going to work yeah so june 3rd all of our single game tickets read are 15 dollars and uh 14 dollars and 66 cents of that will go directly to helping uh, ukrainians who are going to resettle here in canada through the canada ukraine foundation so a great portion of, of that $15 ticket is going to go to a cause that is obviously near and dear to a lot of Edmontonians, a lot of Albertans and, and Canadians, frankly. So, you know, we're very excited about that. We, we want to get as many people in the building, obviously, as possible. It's for an outstanding cause uh, that has deep roots here in, in the city of Edmonton. So, you know, it, it really all started from Victor Quee, who I know he's been on your show. He's 
he, he's an idea guy and uh, a lot of great ideas come out of his office and one of them was you know why don't we invite the entire city of edmonton to our preseason game and it evolved from there into you know how can we do that and how can we make it meaningful and uh, the evolution of that was a 15 dollars ticket with the proceeds going to uh, to this particular cause so we're really excited about getting as many people down to the brickfield at commonwealth stadium as possible for that game against the st peters um for our for our preseason home game all right and will there be some things going on to celebrate ukrainian culture as well absolutely absolutely the shimka dancers are going to be there we're going to have a choir of of uh youth who are going to come and perform the uh ukrainian national anthem pregame um, we'll have a whole bunch of things around the stadium as well that'll that'll be a showcase of Ukrainian culture. You don't have to go far in Edmonton or Alberta to find uh, Ukrainian culture, and we're going to be happy to showcase that for our fans and, and for everybody who comes down that night. Evan, just a transition, and obviously Victor Kui is, is on board. Chris Jones is back with the team. He's the head coach and the general manager. Uh, you were with the club last year, and, of course, it was a, a difficult one on and off the field for the team. Um, just tell us what you see about maybe a, an injection of energy from uh, Victor and Chris. And is there sort of that, I, I hate to use this cliche, but maybe a little bit of that sense of urgency to, to recapture uh, some of the positive things we've seen around the Elks organization in the past? Yeah, I think there's always urgency, Reed, any time you're in sport to do things well and to do them well right away. So, you know, I, I think there was urgency last year to try and, have success and right the ship and it just it didn't end up going that way but we're, we're you know thrilled to be looking forward and and shifting our focus obviously to 2022 now and you know when when chris jones joined the organization there was a little bit of a swagger that that came with it and uh you know he's got a persona he's got the shades you saw him on the draft on on tsn with the shades on and you know he's a football guy who's got some personality and obviously has a track record of winning so that's a big thing that he brought to our organization when we announced that move in december and i think the fans are excited about what the on-field product's going to be and then you just take that to the next level with victor in terms of the business operations and the ideas and you know victor's an edmontonian who grew up around the team and enjoyed going to the games and he's been around the world and, and you know had a lot of success and, and seen a lot of things done well and he's brought an entirely different perspective to our front office in terms of you know what is what is attainable um you know sometimes you can look at things as problems but they're also opportunities you know a preseason game it's not going to be the best football game you see all season long but how can we get people excited about that? How can we get people in the building? Well, let's make the tickets affordable and let's make it for a good cause and let's jumpstart the season with something that has some energy to it. So, you know, that's just one example of an idea that he's brought to the table that our crew and, you know, it takes, it takes, uh, it takes an entire village to raise a child and it takes, it takes a village to, you know, run a football team certainly as well. So our small village of, of Elks employees are rallying around his ideas and um, trying to champion those things and get back to our roots and, really own the fact that we're a community community driven team and a community owned team and uh he's embodied that okay so that's uh june 3rd and go elks uh, just go to the go elks uh, dot ca yeah, go, dot com pardon go, me website go, go elks.com uh absolutely Ticketmaster. the tickets are on sale right now and uh for anybody who's listening who's thinking you know maybe i can't make it to the game if you're interested in still purchasing tickets and supporting the cause you can do that um, and then you can uh, you can transfer those back to the club. There's there's details on on Twitter, Facebook. There'll be details on our website as well as, as to how to do that. Um, if you're interested in, in donating those tickets, and we'll make sure they get to a good cause. All right. And in terms of, uh, I mean, is it next weekend's training camp? I mean, here we go. 
May 11th. Where did the off season go, Reed? I, I mean, it, it feels like we are in December, and I was. Uh, That's even before next weekend. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's crazy. I was at my I was at my daughter's uh, at my daughter's baptism the night that uh, we were working to get all of Chris Jones's coaching staff together. That was New Year's Eve, and now we're a couple of days out from training camp. So the time has flown by, and. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy as we get going here over the next week because rookie camp starts less than a week from now. It starts the 11th, and then main camp starts the 15th, and we get to see all the guys that have come in here over the off season and are going to be fighting for a, fighting for a roster spot. There's going to be a lot of battles, and uh, there's going to be a lot of hours spent down at the brick field. But that's exactly where we want to be at this time of the year. We're excited about it. The weather's turning, um, and and it's going to be it's going to be a good one down there for the green and gold. Okay, Evan, we really appreciate it. Uh, great work you're doing with the Elks. Exciting to see some of the initiatives Victor Quay is working on, and of course, uh, we look forward to seeing the team on the field under the guidance of Chris Jones. Hope to see you soon. Sounds good, Reed. And if you ever have time to go play some golf, I know you're busy with the Oilers playoff run, and you will be for a while. But uh, make sure you hit driver off the tee every once in a while. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. I might be more comfortable just lofting a nice seven iron uh, down the middle of the fairway or into the bush. That is Evan Dom, Manager of Communications and Media Relations for the Edmonton Elks. So uh, go to the Elks website. The preseason tickets for the game on June 3rd, 15 bucks. Net proceeds going directly to help Ukrainians resettle in Alberta. We're going to have the uh, Ukrainian anthem perform that day. Uh, we'll have the uh, Shupka dancers. We'll have a uh, performance by more than 200 Ukrainian bilingual program students from Edmonton and area. So the Elks do us something really positive here as we roll into their season. We're eight minutes into the game. We have no score between the Oil Kings and the Rebels. Cam Moon is standing by. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Gunther has just scored a power play goal for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They're up 1-0 on Red Deer with 9.33 left in the first period. The shots are 11-1 in favor of the Oil Kings. Game one of a best of seven, which we expect to be hotly contested, even though it's lopsided in favor of the Oil Kings so far tonight. Oilers and Kings tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, if you're uh, coming to the watch party, you can wave to me if you can see that far. I'm going to be up here on floor eight hosting the shows. Cam Moon joins me here now to take in this game. Mooner, how are you doing? Doing very well. It's good to see you again, by the way. It's been a while. Yeah. It's It's been a whole... It's been almost uh, 24 hours. 24 hours. And then I'm going to see you tomorrow night here, too. Because you're coming to watch tomorrow on... uh, You're coming to the watch party. We're going to be up here. The watch and party? (laughs) We're going to watch and party. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, almost. Well, there'll be a a lot of that, I think, here tomorrow, which is good. How about the atmosphere last night... um, not only in the building, but outside of the building. So tell me about that because I, well, I was in Studio 99, by the way. Yeah. Which was uh, boisterous. <laughs> now, I've been in Studio 99 in a boisterous environment sure. before. But we when they were in the playoffs in 2017, Studio 99 did not exist. And then, obviously, the last two playoffs, yeah. it wasn't open. Um, but it was very loud. Uh, so, I mean, in a good way. I'm not complaining. It was very loud in 99 after, but I'm not out on the streets like you are immediately before on the streets. Uh, yeah. I made I made you sound like you're some on, kind of yeah. transient or I, something. I was in the Hall of Fame room. Yes. Uh, but all the people outside, 
were all up by the glass and chanting and cheering and you name it. It was, it, it was incredible. Reed, it was unbelievable. Uh, Mike Smith uh, gets on the podium and talks and, and everybody goes crazy and, and Jay Woodcroft gets out there and everybody goes crazy and it was, you know, it was, it was great to see because the last two years of no fans and, you know, it's been since 2017, uh, you know, since the Oilers have been able to have fans at playoff games and, and have that type of atmosphere and it's great to have that in our city i just it was it was a lot of fun down there but i just couldn't get over how loud it was i don't know if it picked up how it how much it picked up on the post game audio from the hall of fame room but certainly standing in there you couldn't miss it yeah we can hear the chanting to an okay. extent all right yeah the mics do pick up a little bit of it depending on how much there is i, I mean i've heard mvp chants when mcdavid speaks there was there was a chant involving calgary that i can't say but oh really <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if i heard that no yeah they, the uh the, the fans were really getting into it last night well, Calgary wasn't even playing last I know. night. That's great. That is great. It's like how Dennis Potvin used to watch Knicks games on TV and he would hear fans <laughs> chanting Potvin sucks at MSG. <laughs> so I think that still lives on there. I think it probably does. I think it probably does. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, and, and it was, the the pregame video was so great and I said the big oh. cheer because they got Ben in it saying yes. play La Bamba baby during the pump up video before the players skate out and he always gets a big ovation and he's likely going to be at these two games in LA coming up so it's incredible I think you will hear the Oilers fans tomorrow I did not really hear there were I mean of course there are some LA fans you have some converts from the Gretzky era but I don't remember really hearing any LA fans last night not a lot and you know I was surveying the crowd and trying to find Kings jerseys and I couldn't find any I'm sure there were a few but I, I didn't see one last night. So, I'm, yeah, it's, I would say there'll be quite a bit more Oiler fans there than we saw uh, Kings fans here, absolutely. All right. 6 nothing. of course. The Oilers won it. And uh, 6 o'clock tomorrow for the face-off show game coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. I, I would expect it to be the same lineup for the Oilers. You can't take Archibald out. No, I, I don't know how it would be different. I can't see yeah. any changes yeah. unless someone's banged up that we don't yeah, know about. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would think it'd be, yeah, unless there was uh, an hour or two we don't know about, I think it would be the same. And the travel, I know this has been talked about, so they flew to Vancouver, mm-hmm. bussed across the border, yeah, and then flew down to Los Angeles yeah, because the testing regulations are different. That's right. If you don't fly, if, if you, you drive, drive. Yeah, drive over, you don't have to test going into the U.S. If you fly in, you do have to test going into the U.S. So really, it's just taking, I mean, the... You don't know what the odds are. The odds are probably long that uh, you'd get a positive test anyway, but at this time of the year, why take a chance? Right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. no kidding. All right. And we're watching uh, this game of 13-4 now, the shots. Yeah. Will Kings uh, are shooting the Rebels. It's one nothing with about seven minutes left in the first period. Tell us what you kind of expect from this. I mean, you would have still covered some of these Rebels players. Yeah, yeah, uh, sir, and certainly was able to see the Oil Kings quite a bit this season. I think uh, I was able to get to six or seven games. So, uh Red Deer has uh, their top line is is outstanding with uh, Arshdeep Baines who signed a free agent contract for the Vancouver Canucks this year, Ben King 
who has been through the draft twice, but Central Scouting has him on their final rankings that came out today. I want to say about 95th or 96th. Uh, and uh, those two guys on that line, they're a big part of it. Uh, Baines came first in WHL scoring, and King scored the most goals with 52. So uh, when that line's on the ice, they're a handful. They're, uh, they just defeated the Brandon Wheat Kings in six games, a hard-fought series. Uh, in game six, went to triple overtime. Playing an Oil King team that rolled Lethbridge four straight, been one of the top teams all season long, and just great depth from top to bottom in the lineup. The Oil Kings are deep. They got a great club. All right, Mooner, thanks for hopping on the show. I know you came to just watch a hockey game, not to work, but thanks for coming on. I like to hang out. I'll well, see you tomorrow. Yes, well, I'm, st- I'm still here for another half hour. You get to sit with oh, me. Oh, I'll just hang out then. Yeah, okay. it's amazing. Woo! And I, I believe also in the last half hour of the show, we're going to name the animal. You know what? Do you want to participate, Mooner? Yes. Okay, we're Kellen, we'll do name the animal when we get back, and uh, and Mooner's going to take part. The this playoff is, edition, the playoff boys, edition, so get ready. The, the playoff edition. Uh, we got Josiah Shackle from the U of A, drafted by the Calgary Stampeders. He's on the show, and we'll get to part of my chat with Gary Bettman last night as well. All coming up inside Sports on. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.